Hey guys, Joe McCall, REI in your car, how you doing? I'm just driving around right now in the uh, area around my house. I needed some time to just get out of the office and drive. And sometimes when I'm driving around, I need to... Uh, I feel like, oh man, I should do a podcast. So I'm supposed to be driving around just like getting some fresh air and seeing the beautiful scenery, but I felt like I wanted to record a couple podcasts here, so I'm doing that. Anyway, um, oh look, RV for sale. No, that's not what I'm looking for. We're looking to buy an RV. But anyway, um, here's the thing. I did a podcast a few days ago on outsourcing. I called it part one. So this will be part two. I'm going to talk about simple system scale. This is a phrase that I've, sorry, I've talked about before, but it's a real simple way to kind of like break down systems. <clears throat> the It's important to have systems, right? Everything in your business should be a system. And one of the problems that we have is that we, we want to do all these things and it can be a little overwhelming and we try to do too much or we're trying to hire a VA, a virtual assistant to do some of this stuff for us and uh, they're, we're having a hard time getting them to do it because they don't know what they need to do. So I want to share with you a really simple kind of framework to create these systems when you, whenever you want done. And... Um, it's called Simple System Scale, and I borrowed the, those three words from uh, Rob Swanson, <clears throat> the guy who runs Facebook. I'm not Facebook. Uh, FreedomSoft. And it's, it goes to, you know, like, let's say you want to create a system for your marketing. But you need to break it down into simple. This is where the simple component comes in, right? You can't, you gotta, it's got to be simple. So the first thing you do, oh, here's a for sale by owner house. I'm going to drive through this neighborhood and take a look at this Fizbo. Oh, and there's a gate. I guess I'm not going to be driving through this neighborhood looking at this for sale by owner because there's this gate that you can't get through. All right, hold on a second. This gate almost closed on my car. I didn't see it until I was almost halfway through it, and the gate was closing. I had to slam on my brakes and reverse. I didn't slam on my brakes, but it was close. Anyway... So you want to do, you want to create, you want your VAs to do marketing for you. Well, you got to break it down into something really, really simple, right? So instead of, instead of marketing, how about direct mail? All right, great, direct mail. Well then, direct mail to who and what are you sending? Well, okay, yellow letters. All right, yellow letters to who? Uh, rentals on Zillow, I'd say. Okay, great. That's real simple. Breaking down something really, really simple. And here's the key. Don't worry and focus on anything else until that is up and running and going. Until it's simple, you've built a system around it, and then you can scale it. Only then can you scale it. <clears throat> so we've gone from marketing to direct mail to yellow letters to yellow letters to uh, uh, yellow letters to rentals on Zillow. Then what you do and what I do and I recommend is you just write it down on paper in Google, and I like to use Google Docs, write down the steps of what you do. 
Step number one, you go to Zillow.com, right? Step number two, you write down the, these are the six, ten zip codes I want to target. And then you go in there and you filter for houses. And let's say you're doing lease options, right? So then you say, all right, I only want houses that are in these zip codes where the rents, these are nicer homes, um, where the rents are over $1,000 a month. Or if you live in California, maybe all the rents are over 2000 a month or something like that. And then you filter all those houses out and you say, I only want three plus bedrooms. So you filter those out. And you have now this search with criteria in Zillow for the types of houses you want to contact and send marketing to. Okay? So that's steps one through six. You know, zip codes, and then bedrooms, and then rents or whatever. Then step number seven, whatever, is go to the county records and pull up the owner's information and put into a spreadsheet the information on the owner, like the property address, the mailing address where the tax bill is sent, maybe the last date it was purchased, the last sale price it was sold for, a um, bunch of things like that. So you get the spreadsheet, and I use Google Docs spreadsheets, and then so you can have a link. You so you have your Google Doc with all of these bullets of the steps one, two, and three, and then put the information in a, in a spreadsheet. And you can get from Google Spreadsheets a, a link where that information goes. <clears throat> so you put that link in the Google Doc. Does that make sense? All right. So you get all this information into the spreadsheet every day. Go look for the new homes that are in these zip codes, and then from there. You do whatever you need to do, like send the spreadsheet to so-and-so, maybe a neighbor, stay-at-home mom, one of your kids to create these letters for you, right? Then you've got, it's simple, you've created a little system around it. Um, oh, and one more thing too is once you get it all typed up, then you can do a video of yourself doing it, of, of actually walking through and talking through the Google Doc. And one of the cool things that does, you've bulleted all the steps. When you record yourself on video using something like Screencast-O-Matic, screencast-o-matic.com, <clears throat> you kind of see where some of the mistakes were, something that you forgot. Well, it's, not, it's okay. You don't have to like redo the video. You just make the correction right there and then on the video or pause it or whatever and then go back to doing what you're doing. So you have the video of yourself doing it. And then what you can do is you, you can upload it to Screencast-O-Matic and it'll give you a URL, a video. Uh, uh, um, an HTTP link, right? And then you can paste that link to that video in the Google Doc. So now all of the steps are in the Google Doc and you can share it with your VA. That is your SOP. That is your standard operating procedure for sending <clears throat> yellow letters to rentals on Zillow, right? Now you can scale it. You've, you've kept it real simple. You've built a system around it by just listing the steps. <clears throat> and then doing a video of you do talking through it, then you can scale it. And then you can give it to the VAs, right? The VAs can start doing it, and then you can use that same document and start doing it other markets or more zip codes or whatever, right? If you try to scale it before you have a system, then it's not going to work. And if you try to build a system around something that's not simple, it's not going to work. <clears throat> so make sure you have it in that order. Simple, system, scale, and you'll grow. Now, Here's something cool about all of that framework, right? If you have, a lot of us <clears throat> have purchased real estate investing courses in the past, right? And uh, for instance, I, I bought a while ago this guy's course on 
um, HUDs, wholesaling HUD properties. Really good course, right? I didn't have the time to go through it, and I don't want to go through it. So I gave it to my assistant, and I said, hey, here, I want to start bidding on HUDs every day, and I want to use this guy's course to do that. And so I made my assistant go through it, and she created the these operating procedures herself. Right? And I said, all right, these are the... We have some VAs here. You can go and use these VAs to do all this for you. But I want you to go through the course. I want you to get the VAs. Now, in, in my case, this is my one of my main assistants. And so I just have her manage my VAs, right? I don't want her to be the one making the bids on HUD website. I want her to get a VA to do them. Does that make sense? But my point is this. You could... You have a course. Maybe you have my course. Maybe you have someone else's that teach already how to do this stuff. Well, just send those training videos to your virtual assistants and say, watch these videos, and then I want you to create the SOP, the Standard Operating Procedure, to get this stuff done. And then you have to, you know, then you can create the scorecard or the uh, your key performance indicators so that stuff can get done and you can start tracking it and measuring it okay um so you could say i want to i don't know i want to <clears throat> i want to start scraping craigslist and sending text messages to sellers and landlords on craigslist and uh so some people get frozen with hiring a virtual assistant because they feel like they have to create all of these systems first before they can hire an assistant to give them this stuff to do does that make sense here's my point you don't have to create those systems in advance uh, as, as an educator, me personally, I've already created those systems, right? Hold on. This guy wants me to go around him and I can't cause I have to turn right. <laughs> that was weird. So I'm driving and there's a bicyclist on the road and he's wanting me to pass him, but I can't cause I have to turn right. So he's getting all huffy and puffy at me and he actually pulls over to stop his bike and give me the glare, the evil eye. He didn't know I was trying to turn right. So anyway. It's a uh, pretty dangerous road. A lot of bikers um, ride these roads because they're curvy and they're pretty. But some of the uh, drivers can get obnoxious. So that's my point, right? So just don't think like you have to get all these systems built before you hire a VA. You can have your VAs watch the courses, watch the videos, and have them create the document where it's step-by-step detailed out and then have them practice it and do it and record a video of the steps. Put that into a Google Doc, you know, create that video, put a URL to that video in the doc. That way, if and when that VA quits or you want to hire another VA or you want to scale into other markets, you have that SOP already done. Does that make sense? I don't know if what I said was making sense because I felt like I was too distracted while I was talking and driving. So I apologize in advance, but that is, I think, the really important part of, of, of outsourcing and finding virtual assistants to do this stuff is keeping it simple, right? Creating really simple systems around those things and only then scaling it. And once you figure out that formula, that trick, um, you can start getting your VAs to create tons and tons of systems for you and, uh, you know, make them create their procedures, manuals, the procedure manuals. Okay. Does that make sense? All right, guys, I'm out of here. See you.